Hello, 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 and welcome to the Midlife Crisis Podcast. Don't forget to press the follow button so that every time I do a podcast, you can and will be notified. So listen, honey, let us get into it. I have decided to read the book of Proverbs for the entire month of August. So one chapter every day for August and uh, prayer. It's like a two-minute prayer. Um, We have 31 books of Proverbs, so that will last the entire month. What I didn't realize was that, you know, I've read this a, a gazillion and one times. And what I didn't realize was that uh, Solomon, the daughter of Bathsheba, wrote the book of Proverbs. I didn't realize that. I read it a million times. But I came across this verse that I'm going to make an affirmation every day for the month of August. So Proverbs chapter 4 verse 5. And this is the amplified version of the Bible. It says, get skilled and godly wisdom, get understanding, discernment, comprehension, and interpretation. Do not forget and do not turn back from the words of my mouth. So my affirmation is understanding, discernment, comprehension, and interpretation. Those four words. Understanding, discernment, comprehension, and interpretation. That's Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 5. The Amplified Version of the Bible. I have no real reason to be doing this. (laughs) Uh, I just decided to do it on my own. Um, And I know that by the time I get done, something, you know, positive will come out of it. Because God will always honor you reading his word. Regardless of what version it is. Now, so today is a day of a heat wave, and it's just 8 o'clock in the morning. And I feel that humidity. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Already? Jeez. I got the window open a bit. I got the news on. to turn that fan up a little bit. Because what the hell? What the hell? So, um, yeah, that's my thing. Um, Yesterday when I did a podcast, before I did it, I looked at the the, um, natal chart. Not the one for America, but just the regular um, natal chart. And I saw yesterday that Mercury was going to be in Virgo today. And, well, it started wee hours in the morning. But Mercury in Virgo was talking about health care or health. 
when Mercury in Virgo transits into the 12th house, um, it was going to be about changes in our healthcare system here in the United States. So as I was watching the news this morning, they went back to the Roe versus Wade decision and some things have been overturned and um, the president talking about health care, some, some amendments to health care. I kind of pat myself on the little shoulder a little bit, a little back pat, you know. And I said, you know, thank you, God, for teaching me astrology. Thank you for allowing me to know what I know about the natal chart. Because when I looked at it yesterday, I did not think that there would be anything coming out now, um, you know, on the news about the amendments to the healthcare system. Now, this is going to, the amendments that are happening now are going to impact Saturn in Pisces next year. More along the lines of mental health. We're going to see um, a lot of people just unhinged, just very unhinged. Um, it's going to stem from depression. Um, it's going to go into, you know, things like paranoia, um, seeing things, hallucinations, um, thinking something is happening when it's really not. And then for some people, it really will be happening depending on um, what house Saturn in Pisces is in. Right, the transiting chart, that's what I'm referring to. So we know narcissistic people the way that we know them now. We know um, schizophrenia the way that we know. We know depression. Um, there's a certain level, right, that people go to with these things. We know sociopaths and psychopaths and serial killers and all these things, right? depression, paranoia, anxieties, bipolar, schizophrenia, all these things, sociopath, psychopath, um, attachment, um, attachment styles, attachment theories, detachment styles and detachment theories. We know about all these things the way that we know them uh, on an individual level now. Next year is going to be like nobody else's business. We know people to have a sense of entitlement, especially those who are parents and you have children. You know that they have a sense of entitlement. They go out into the world and they think that uh, whatever it is that they want is supposed to be handed to them. And when they don't get what they want, they turn, you know, into little devils. They become unhinged. We're going to see that magnified in 2023. And it wouldn't surprise me because it will be so abnormal that they're going to come up with new terminologies for these mental health issues. We're going to see predators preying on people uh, like nobody's business. Um, Dark psychology is going to take a turn 
um, a multiple personality disorder is going to take a turn. These people are going to be incredibly dangerous, like physically dangerous to the public. If you have anybody in your life right now, whether it's a friend, a neighbor, a co-worker, a family member, even if it's your own child, if you know anybody like this right now, I would suggest that you would begin to push them away from you. If it's your child, keep drilling it in their head, go get help, go get a therapist, take your meds, whatever. Keep pushing it and, you know, keep saying it, keep pushing, pushing, pushing. Because what you don't want anybody to do is to harm you simply because they're unhinged. And they're only unhinged because they're angry that they're not getting what it is that they want. For those of you that do that online dating business, you got to the end of the year to figure that shit out. Figure it out. That's going to be more dangerous. We've heard stories or seen things on the news or on social media, how somebody met somebody from off of an online dating site and they were murdered. We have a recent situation that came back up for a second time where a girl had met someone and she was flown out to where he was at, where the guy lived at. She didn't want to have sex with him. He got mad, put her out the car, and canceled her flight and left her wherever they were. He just left her. I'm not sure why people, why women in particular, are still going places without having their own money. You need to have your own money to make sure that you can get back home. If you decide to fly out to another state, whatever the case may be, pay for your own plane ticket, pay for your own hotel room. So he could get mad all he want about you not wanting or being interested in having sex with him. You know that you have a place to lay your head because you paid for it. You know that you could get back home because you paid for your plane ticket. Start paying attention to the red flags before y'all even go anywhere. Y'all hear me say, you know, all the time, um, once I talk to a person over the phone and I gauge that person for a little while and I see that we're not compatible, I don't even allow a man to pay for the date. I don't allow it. He cannot sit across the table from me. He can't sit next to me at the table. Because I'm aware that it is more dangerous for women than it is for men. There's, women are being physically assaulted by men, and women are being physically assaulted by transgenders. You really need to be careful. I always tell you people, get some pepper spray, get some brass knuckles, get a taser. Whatever is legal in your state for you to get, get it. But before you even put yourself in that type of a situation, engage the person over the phone first. You have to be more discerning. Proverbs 4 and verse 5. Understanding discernment and interpretation and there's something else there's another one I didn't write it down but it's four of them that's my affirmation 
My prayer that I prayed this morning, I ask God to allow me to see people's subconscious behavior, the things that they do and don't even realize that they do, and that he would give me revelation about the core of who a person is. Why? Because a person may stop doing certain things or they may start doing certain things, but God told me one time that the core of who a person is never changes. I'm sorry, y'all. I got the news still on, and it was a crazy thing happening at Dollar General there. It was kind of crazy. That was wild. Uh, so, yeah, I want to know people's subconscious behavior and that, you know, that have anything to do with me. And I want to have the revelation of the core of who a person is so I can decide whether they get to be in my presence or not. And that's not an arrogant thing. I really mean what I say. I mean what I say because people are unhinged. And I don't, on top of that, I want to protect my peace. I want to protect my feminine energy. And so I don't want to be uh, in the presence of somebody else who's unhinged or toxic or dysfunctional at all whatsoever. I don't want to be uh, uncomfortable. I don't. I don't want to be uncomfortable in the presence of somebody else. If I feel uncomfortable, uh, I want to leave. I want to leave. But why put myself in that situation to begin with? If I can gauge a person over the phone and I can see that uh, I'm going to be uncomfortable around them, I'm just not going to go around them to begin with. I already don't let people in my house are going to continue on that way. It just makes sense to me. The people have to be narrowed down, unfortunately, but they do. Something that I learned in life is, life is fine until you start adding a whole bunch of people because then it affects your your, your mental health, Uh, it'll cause you anxiety, it'll cause you paranoia because there's a lot of snakes and you don't know who the Judas is that's in the camp. Then you get all of these problems and you begin to be able to narrow it down to who the Judas is to only discover there's another one and another one and another one. And some people are so uh, sneaky and slick that at first you won't see them. Remember, Pluto is subtle energy. And people will be in areas uh, of your life being a Judas and a snake and you won't even know about it. You won't see it. So you don't know who's who, who's doing what, what's going on. That's too much. Life is fine until you start adding a bunch of people to your life. Keep it limited where you can predict. Uh, Keep it limited and understand who you're surrounded by. Uh, Because when you understand them, you can predict what they're going to do before they even do it. That's because you know them. And to know somebody takes a little bit of time. I've also learned in life that you really don't know a person until you live with them. Hopefully you don't have to get to that point to where you, you know, (laughs) need to understand your um, child that was a limp ball on my arm. I was like, where the fuck did a monkey pox come from? Y'all almost got scared like, oh my God. 
Where did monkeypox come from? No. <laughs> Start crying. Y'all seen that stuff, what it looked like? I was seeing people on the news and on TikTok. I had to turn from it. That shit looked crazy. It was one person that looked like little flowers was coming out of that shit. Like, ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I cannot, I cannot see it. Like, I, oh. Bless God, it was a limp ball on my arm, y'all. Because I'm going to get me some more Dettol. So when I take a shower, I can use that Dettol and wipe down my skin. Because, child. Mm-mm. Mm. Bless them all. Bless anybody who endures anything like that. Oh, my God. Mm, I pray that they be in a sound mind. My God. So, yeah, y'all. Um, a lot of people that you're surrounded by so that um, you can predict what they're going to do before they even do it. So, um, I was thinking about you know, astrology this morning, um, when I, after my prayer, when I told God, thank you for allowing me to know astrology in the natal chart. And I remember having a brief conversation with someone and I said, let me do your natal chart for you. Um, so that, you know, you could be ahead. And they came back down to me later on down the line, telling me something about the devil. And I said, that, I said to the person, okay, cool. No problem. I'm not going to force you. I'm not going to, um, violate your boundaries or anything you said no it's no cool i personally don't even even need a reason as to why a person say no they say no cool done you don't have to worry about me again that's because my pride is in the right places and i respect people's boundaries i don't sit back and think about you know why a person's answer is no why they don't want to do something i'm not one to be trying to figure out a deeper reason you know, as to why a person said no or why they don't want to do something. I'm not psychoanalyzing people. I'm not doing any of those things. That's just me. I'm not. The only time I'm doing that is if somebody is doing something to me. Then I want to know why are they doing what they're doing? And, and most importantly, what the hell do they want? Because if I can uh, get the answer to what it is that they want, I could just call it out and tell them that the answer is no. And we're kind of done with it at that point. So when the person came back to me and told me something about the devil, they said, no, I said, okay, cool. I went on about my business. But then I thought about it and I said, you know something? It comes from um, not knowing. I don't call people, you know, stupid or anything like that. <clears throat> when they don't know something, I don't expect anybody, any one human being to be all knowing and know all things or to be a know-it-all. I don't expect it. So let me share this with you guys because you might not know. Astrology is not of the devil. It comes from God. God taught Enoch astrology. Enoch, if I remember correctly, is the grandson of Noah. And Enoch had took... Uh, he would write or scribe what it is that God had taught him about astrology or esoteric matters. God also taught 
uh, Enoch about apothecary, how to make oils, how to make medicines. and other spiritual matters. Well, I'm going to say that. Other spiritual matters. And the book of Enoch was in the Bible. It was part of the Bible. We have, I think, 66 books currently in the Bible. There was way more books than that. A lot of them was removed. Because there were people over time who did not want the world to know what was written in those different books. Hitler added the this verse oh, and I always forget it's in the book of Acts if I remember right. You can Google this uh, if you want and you'll find it in the Bible. But Hitler, he got upset because So he had a professional astrologer and there was a war going on at the time between uh, Hitler and um, the Jews, between the Russians and the Jews, because the Jews were treating the Russian people poorly doing all mannerism of wicked things to them. That's how I'm going to word it, right? You could go and find this on YouTube on documentaries. Go down the rabbit hole for yourself and you'll see what I'm saying to you is true. So over one million Russians had died because they didn't have food, you know, water, access to medicines, so forth and so on. The fight was over land. God raised up Hitler. He created Hitler. And Hitler said to the Jews, stop treating my people like this. He went in initially trying to make peace with the Jews. And the Jews continued to be brute towards the Russians. Hitler said, okay, y'all don't want to listen to me. So he went to his astrologer, spoke to his astrologer, and whatever forecast the astrologer came up with, he said, yeah, we could go in and we could kind of make peace, you know, between the two and all would be well. So Hitler sent his best friend over to the Jews and they killed his best friend. Heartbroken, Hitler had the astrologer beheaded. And in his brokenheartedness over his best friend being, first of all, captured, incarcerated, and then murdered, he went to everybody and said, Uh, He put out a decree and he said, everybody bring your books, your astrology books to, you know, wherever 
Everybody bring your books. If you get caught with a book, you're going to be killed. Everybody bring your books. This is the decree. We're going to set them on fire. Nobody is to have a book, an astrology book. Everybody brought out their books, and the books were burned. The Bible says the people brought their books out and all of the books were burned. And in today's time, the worth of those books would be over $1 million. So Hitler, <clears throat> excuse me, Hitler added that verse to the Bible. So there was things that happened throughout the course of time with different people, such as Constantine and Hitler and so forth and so on, where they added and removed certain things from the Bible to create control and fear. So you really cannot take the entire Bible in its entirety at face value. You have to pray on it and and, and ask for discernment. Discernment. Unless you can get the original version of the Bible, which I don't know where the hell you're going to find that at, but unless you can get that, where all of the books are in that Bible, you know, that's what it is. I've said this before and I'll say it again. The closest book that we currently have of the Bible is, of the original Bible, is the complete Jewish version of the Bible. So if you can find one of those Bibles, uh, get that along with a dictionary and Google, all right? So you can Google things. Because a lot of that stuff, not a lot, but there's enough of it written in Hebrew that if you don't naturally read Hebrew, you didn't learn Hebrew, it might be a little difficult. So when the person said to me that astrology was of the devil, I knew it was from not having accurate as possible information. I just kind of left it alone. And that's what had me thinking about astrology and its legitimacy. So then I thought about my therapist. You guys know that since I started the Midlife Crisis Podcast, I had a therapist. I got a therapist and uh, I had made great strides with that therapist, you know, over the course of time. Because when I first started the Midlife Crisis Podcast, I was a mentally and emotional mess and I was confused. Absolutely confused. I wasn't seeing things that I could have been seeing had I had not been in a place or in a state of um, nervousness and nervous tension. There was times that I went to sleep at night because I didn't feel spiritually safe. And I thought someone somewhere was plotting against me that was going to get me, 
They just trying. They just they just want to break me. But with therapy, I was able to see that it was from all of that stuff was from a lack of boundaries and not speaking up for myself. And once I began to realize that no one's going to put their hands on me, the only thing they're going to be is mad from me taking back my power and me putting my foot down and drawing the line in the sand and speaking what's on my mind, I began to feel strengthened within my own self. So I know that I've made great strides. Then I found astrology, which helped, you know, along the way. Studied it for myself. And then I realized with it how it can help so many other people. Um, You know, with a lot of different things. And then you get to a place with astrology where you can actually stay ahead of the time and you can stay ahead of other people because predictive astrology is just that it'll tell you what's going to happen before it even happens so that you can be prepared. So let's just say that you're not even tapped in to your intuition or your instincts. Um, Let's just say you don't even have common sense. If you understand astrology and you can predict what's going to happen before it happens, you can be well prepared for the foolery of people. Now, even I, as as I am in school to become a certified professional astrologist, I still learn, which tells me that astrology is so vast. It's just a wealth of information. I don't think that I ever will know everything about astrology. That's just my thought today as in August 2022. And so for that reason, because that's, you know, my opinion on it, I try to have it as like a specialty, kind of like a doctor or a nurse um, when they just pick one thing and specialize in that one thing. So for me, astrology is that way. It just so happens to turn out for me that I like the predictive astrology for America. I like the predictive astrology for like the collective on an individual basis. And I like a predictive astrology when it comes to um, investing or financial astrology. So it's three things for me that I like. So back to my therapist. So the original therapist that I started off with retired about two months ago. And so I had to get a new one. And I was asking if I could get someone who was a male uh, and not a female. Of course, he had no control of it over it, over that. Well, at least I think that he don't have it. He didn't have any control of it. But I mean, it's my health. I should be able to request, you know, who I want. I didn't get that. I got a female instead. Well, originally she turned out to be cool, but I noticed the last session that I had with her, like she was really being nosy, which let me know that she spent time thinking about 
what I was saying. But my instincts are telling me that, yes, she's doing her job and she's good at her job. uh, But she's also curious as to how my mind works at the same time. So the last session, after that last session that we had, um, the previous session, I said to myself, I need to be mindful of what it is that I say to her. So we had our session for this week and started off the regular way that we started off. Then we get to the end of our session. And she says to me, have you forgiven yourself? I'm saying to myself, what the fuck am I supposed to be forgiving myself for? And so I didn't answer the question right away. I said, hmm. And I said that as a gesture to throw her off because I was really saying to myself, like, what the fuck am I forgiving myself for? And what made her think that I need to forgive myself for something? So... I didn't want to, you know, spend too much time on it. So I said to her, you know, I'm going to need to get back to you on that because I don't, I mean, I don't think that there's anything that I need to forgive myself for. I'm not hard on myself like that to where I need to forgive myself for anything. But I could see, because we do video, right? I could see in her face that she thinks that I was lying. But I didn't care about that. I'm really, truly saying to myself, what the fuck am I forgiving myself for? Like, why am I mad at myself? Why am I mad at myself? For what? It wasn't making any sense to me. So I said to her, maybe next week when we'll talk, I'll come up with something. But as for now... Um, I don't have a reason to forgive myself for anything. Like, I've always given myself a bit of grace. So, yeah. Like, but she had to have based that off of something. I'm quite sure she didn't pull that out of the thin air. So I thought about when I first started this podcast, Midlife Crisis Podcast, was I angry with myself about something or mad at myself about something? And I thought, you know, to a degree, maybe like 7% for not nipping people in the bud immediately when they did the type of things that they did. Because other people don't have a problem with telling me no and nipping me in the bud if I were to overstep my boundaries or whatever the case may be, they wouldn't have any problem with it. But at the same time, the other 93% of me that gives myself grace is because I know that I'm an understanding person. Um, I know that I have empathy, sympathy, and compassion for people. And their situation, and especially their mental health, uh, understanding that people are already broken um, way before we even come into contact with each other. Um, 
And I always gave people the benefit of the doubt. Maybe, you know, if they're not really, you know, an asshole for no real reason. You know, maybe they didn't mean it that way. You know, maybe they're not that bright. Maybe they're not the brightest crayon in the box or the brightest bulb in the box. Just giving people the benefit of the doubt. But then, like going towards like the middle of 2020, I had begun to teach myself people are not stupid. A person's mental health is completely separate from their IQ. They think things through before they do them and then they execute. They are aware of what they're doing. They know what they are doing and they're doing it strategically and on purpose. People don't need the benefit of the doubt from me. They don't need my empathy, sympathy, or or compassion for when they're just being downright rude, obnoxious, disrespectful, no manners, no couth. They don't need that from me. Nothing is wrong with them. I deal with a lot of childish adults that have the emotional temperament of a seven-year-old child. I learned that people really don't have trust issues. They say that because they don't want to, you know, fuck with the person that they're communicating with, you know, whatever. They don't actually have trust issues. They trust, they pick and choose who they really want to trust. People have relationships for what they can get. They don't have relationships with people uh, simply for the sake of having a relationship. If they can't get anything, if it's not benefiting them somehow, some way, according to what the person can offer, they don't bother at all. They're users, and on top of that, they're abusers. I find some people to be emotionally violent. And the people that I find to be emotionally violent are the ones with anxieties, the ones that deflect and project, the ones who want to control other people, narcissistic people, multiple personality people. These are the ones that I find to be emotionally violent. Schizophrenic people, especially them, they're emotionally violent. They want to be emotionally violent because they want to break other people so that they can get what it is that they want from that person whom they have chosen. People are not dumb. They're not dense. So I withdrew my empathy, sympathy, compassion, and giving people the benefit of the doubt. They know. They spend time thinking things through. They spend time figuring out the mindset of somebody else. You picking up what I'm putting down? They spend time thinking about how the person is. They figure out how much money you have, how much your bills are, what you got left over so they know to ask you for something within a a range that they know that you can afford.
if a person's question is where you work at, you, that's an automatic decline for you because they're counting your pockets. Listen to what people are saying and hear what's not being said. It's not that people don't think to ask certain questions. It's just that what they're asking about, what they really want is what they'll ask questions about. And a lot of times it's not direct, it's indirect. So I'm sitting here watching my female therapist trying to figure out how my mind works. So towards the end of the session, right? She asked me, oh, you know, have I forgiven myself? She thought I was lying. I didn't care what she thought about me lying. I didn't care. All I know is I, I need to be mindful of what it is that I'm saying to my therapist. Now, the therapist is there for you to dump everything on them. They are. That's what they get paid for, for you to dump on them. You're supposed to be able to say things to your therapist that you normally don't say to anybody else. I've learned in life that you have to um, be mindful of what you're saying and who you're saying it to. And there are some things that you really should keep to yourself and not tell anybody anything about it except for the good Lord. So there's something else that I want to add to my vision board. But I'm still thinking about all of what it is that I'm going to put on my vision board. There shall be no pictures on my vision board, just a skeleton key. I'm going to write on it. Everything will be written. So one of the things, and we learned this from Pluto, right, is any type of problems, flaws, or mistakes, you want to keep those things to yourself. There are certain flaws, problems, and mistakes that I've come to recognize. I can't tell it to my therapist. I can't tell it to my astrologist. I can't tell it to the person who does tarot cards to me. I have to be mindful of why I'm going to speak to them and the questions that I'm asking to begin with. The things that I'm saying and the questions that I'm asking, I have to be mindful of them. Because if people, when they sit back and, and replay the conversation in their mind and they find an inch of weakness or what they feel is stupid or gullible or naive, they're going to try to take a mile. And then you're going to have to nip them in the bud. And that's a position that I just don't want to put myself in. My ass is tired, y'all, of fighting. I'm tired of fighting. I've been fighting since I started this freaking podcast. I'm tired. So back to my therapist. So she says to me, Will you move, and if so, where will you move to? Ain't that Pluto? People can, people will try to figure you out, but they can't. 
And the only place they can get the information from is you. And they'll only know what you tell them. And if you think something is harmless, think twice. Because it don't be when it comes to Pluto. Pluto is why. Why is a person asking you this? Why are you experiencing what you're experiencing? Pluto is why. So I paused it again and I looked at her. If you remember, we do the video thing. And I said to her, you know, I think that I would have been relocated. When I went to the Virgin Islands, it was so peaceful. The atmosphere was completely different. If I was at an age of retirement and I was in pretty decent health, I would actually purchase some property and move to the Virgin Islands. She said, really? Yeah. But as I'm talking to her, I'm saying to myself, she thought about it and she couldn't come up with an answer. She wasn't even sure if I thought about moving or not. She spent some time trying to figure out how my mind works. But I guess she also said to herself, why would anybody, you know, stay where they are? Because you could just move someplace else and have a fresh start. And not be bothered with the people. And you know something, guys, that makes logical sense. And so I said to her, you know, the people in the city are a piece of work. I've never, like, crossed such foul-ass people. They're foul in the city that I live in. But if I go to another city, another borough, the people are more honest, they're more loyal, and they're more direct. There's a lot of things that people in those cities don't do that the people in this city do. When I meet people in other cities outside of where I'm at, they automatically assume that I am the same way as the people in the city. And they stay away. They stay away from me. They don't even give me a chance. But they have no idea that the same thing they experience with the people in my city is the exact same thing that I experience with the people in my city. They are toxic and dysfunctional and they're crazy. You have to fight for your life in the city that I live. And when I say fight for your life, I don't mean physically fight for your life, as in, you know, shoot them up, bang, bang, gun violence and, and crime and, and uh, uh, what you call them, people, um, gangs? No, 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 no. I'm talking about your mental health, your sanity, your livelihood. You have to fight for your life here. Now, I didn't mention this to her, but I'm mentioning this to you that I already know what city I'm going to relocate to when the wealth transfer happens. 
and I'm going to change my phone number again. And I may very well shut down my personal social media accounts. I may deactivate them and never activate it again like ever. You won't find me anywhere. Like my personal, you won't find it anywhere. Just, you know, deactivate all of it. I may very well do that. So with everything that I learned on how to cultivate healthy relationships, I'm definitely taking that with me when I relocate. And I'm going to a whole other state, (laughs) y'all. I'm not going one city over. No, I'm going to another state. But I didn't answer her question, you know, completely and wholly. But I gave her something. And as she was looking at me, I saw that um, she was thinking in her head, that makes sense. Y'all, inevitable is going to happen with my therapist. I see it coming. Like a mile away, I see it coming. But I'm just going to let nature take its course. Um, Take all of the pearls and the nuggets that I can from it. And when it's time to move on, just move on. But the inevitable is coming. So I said this before, I'll say it again. Be mindful of who whom it is you're talking to, whether it's a life coach, a pastor, therapist, astrologist, tarot reader, whomever. Be mindful uh, of who they are. Vet them first. Vet them, right? Vet them. And keep your flaws and your mistakes to yourself. There's certain things that you really should, you know, share with your therapist. But then there's other things you should not share with your therapist. Like, and it's unfortunate, but that's the way that it has to be. All right, you guys. Oh, you know, uh, it says uh, Equifax report inaccurate credit scores. Yeah, that's the people who were denied, you know, credit and stuff like that. But I'm sure they're correct. Everybody's. I know when I looked on mine, the score had dropped significantly. And I was like, what the hell? But I had already saw, you know, on the news <coughs> about this thing going on with credit scores. But I didn't apply for, you know, anything. But they should, nevertheless, you know, fix my, my credit score. They should be fixing everybody's credit score. Because for those of us who ain't applied for nothing, we shouldn't, have had to, <laughs> we shouldn't have had to endure any, you know, foolery like that. They have nothing to do with us. You know what I mean? I'll let you guys. Thank you for hanging out with me for a little while. Don't forget, follow the Midlife Crisis Podcast. This podcast is recorded on Anchor.fm and attached to this podcast there's a link that will take you over to my website where you can purchase, download, and print your loving compatibility synastry report or your natal chart, your transiting, your natal transiting report. 
You can also purchase the Cryptocurrency Millionaire ebook that will be coming down by the end of this year. And with that ebook, there is a tutorial that will teach you how to swap one cryptocurrency for another. That is because there are two cryptocurrencies in that ebook that you will have to swap. And I found a way to do that for low gas fees, especially if you live in the state of New York. If you don't already have Pinterest, go on ahead and download the app and create your free profile. And follow me over on Pinterest at the, T-H-E, Caribbean Astrologer. And in the bio of my Pinterest, there's a link that will also take you over to my website and my blog, actually. Um, and on Pinterest, I try to keep up with talking about current astrological trends and teaching the basics of astrology, like basic astrology 101. And I do an affirmator card as a card of encouragement for that particular day. I've also created a board that um, will help you for when Pluto goes into Aquarius. And those books that are there are based on psychology um, that will help you take your power back from these energy vampires that will turn the heat up just a little bit more in 2023. Thanks again, you guys. I appreciate all of the follows and all the shares, everybody that listened in. Thank you all who have been following me over on Pinterest. I see you guys. Um, thank you guys for all of your support. Until next time, Shalom.